This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. Before the Lord, I've been in, a, in this mode of praying. I've been in the presence of the Holy Spirit, speaking to the Holy Spirit and studying and, and having the tangible Bible and listening to the word of God all day in anticipation for tonight's service. So as I was studying and praying and, and speaking in tongues and getting direction from the Holy Spirit, I I happened to misplace my phone. I didn't even have any idea where I had put my phone. So I was like, Alexa, call my phone. <laughs> Alexa called my phone and the phone went straight to voicemail. I was like, oh my goodness, where is my phone? I'm trying to see where my phone is or, or whatever. So I'm looking and I had throwing the ball with my dog, and the ball had gone under the bed. I said, oh, well, maybe I dropped it under the bed, so I wouldn't. I looked under the bed because I couldn't find my phone. So as my practices or my normal routine is with my cell phone, when I can't find it, I'm like, Siri, where are you? And he usually tells me wherever he is. So instead of saying, Siri, where are you today? I was like, Holy Spirit, where are you? And it was like the Holy Spirit said, here I am. Oh, hallelujah. That's the topic of my discussion today. Here I am. He's here. He says, I'm here. And it was funny because I'm just following a routine, and I guess I was so caught up with the person of the Holy Spirit. Here I am looking for my phone, and I'm like, Holy Spirit, where are you? Here I am. And he's here and at hand for you. I have um, some thoughts that the Holy Spirit has placed on my mind, and I didn't even get a chance to write them all down because I... I'm, I'm in this place of koinonia, onania, with the Holy Spirit. So my assignment, or the beginning of the assignment that I'm laying out today, is to create a yearning on the inside of you for the presence of the person of the Holy Spirit. As I was ministering to the Holy Spirit and allowing the Holy Spirit to minister to me, he flooded the eyes of my understanding and he helped me to see some things that may, maybe were on the back burner or maybe I didn't have a full revelation of those things. But he showed me today, DFC going to the seven regions, having what the only thing I know to call them is Holy Ghost meetings. Holy Spirit meetings where we invite the presence of the Holy Spirit and just let the Holy Spirit have his way. My assignment for tonight is to create a yearning on the inside of you for the person of the Holy Spirit. A yearning is a earnest, strong desire. I need you to have a strong desire for the person of the Holy Spirit. 
spirit. Yearning means to long for. I need you to long for the person of the Holy Spirit. Yearn has reference to be moved by or be attracted to, to have a cankering for, a hankering for, to pine after him, to be eager for the Holy Spirit, to rejoice for the Holy Spirit. Listen to me, to crave him, to hunger after him, to be thirsty for him, to passionately set your heart for him, to have an unrelenting desire for the person of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, where are you? I am here. Woo, I need you to get a revelation. This, I'm going to read this passage of scripture and I'm going to let you know where I'm coming from because today is going to be a little bit of a different message because I need to speak from my heart to you today concerning the person of the Holy Spirit. Not that I don't always speak from my heart, but I don't have necessarily a prepared sermon, but I do have a prepared message from the person of the Holy Spirit to you. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 15 through 16 in the New King James Version says, But we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Here's the part I want you to get a revelation on. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. It's time for us to be bold about the person of the Holy Spirit. Oftentimes, we almost are embarrassed about the move of the Holy Spirit. And we don't want to see people, want people to see us speaking in tongues or, or shouting or our expression or how we relate to the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is calling for boldness today. Be bold about him. Listen to me. There is nothing to be ashamed of concerning the person of the Holy Spirit. He's the third person of the Holy Trinity. He's the third person of the Godhead. He is God's very own spirit sent to help us. And the help that we need is how do we get back to God? How do we get back to the beginning? How do we get back to our original, our original state, our original status with him? It's by means of the person of the Holy Spirit. Remember, he's not a feeling, F-E-E-L-I-N-G. He has an infilling, and he wants to fill us up to overflowing power. That same passage of scripture in the Amplified reads this way, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and temptations, but one who has been tempted, Jesus, talking about Jesus, knowing exactly how it feels to be human in every respect as we are, yet without committing any sin. Therefore, because of Jesus, now we have a right and a 
privilege to approach the throne of grace. That is the throne of God's gracious favor. Listen to me with confidence and without fear so that we may receive mercy for our failures and find his amazing grace to help in the time of need. An appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. May I read one more translation? It says in the Passion Translation, he understands humanity. <laughs> he understands humanity. For as a man, our magnificent king priest was tempted in every way just as we are and conquered sin. So now, faith is always now, so now we draw near freely and boldly to where grace is enthroned to receive mercy's kiss and discover the grace we urgently need to strengthen us in our time of weakness. I want to give you such a revelation that you begin to yearn for the Holy Spirit. I, I want to give you such a revelation that you can't live without the person of the Holy Spirit. I want you to be so caught up, listen to me, so bold and so confident with the person of the Holy Spirit. Listen, that you walk in your unlimited access to God. The Holy Spirit is given to help us. Why? Because we need help to help us so that we can go to the throne of God boldly to obtain mercy and find grace in the time of need. Anybody need him today? Oh, hallelujah. I need him every day and every hour and every minute and every second of every day. I need him. I need him in order to walk right, in order to talk right. I need the person of the Holy Spirit. We can't leave the earth today unless the rapture comes. We got to live in the earth, but we got to live in the earth with power to overcome. Come on, come on, come on. I want you to get a revelation that the person of the Holy Spirit gives us a, a an empowerment and an enablement to navigate in this world, listen to me, with great influence over these antichrist agendas. We live amongst them anti-Christ agendas and the, and society is trying to shove those agendas down our throats and make us bow down to them. But we have an empowerment by means of the person of the Holy Spirit and we can be bold, listen, effective witnesses unto God. I need you to get a strong revelation up in here. Today, my goal is to create a yearning for the Holy Spirit, a strong desire, a longing. My goal today is to cause such a yearning that you will be moved by the Spirit, not moved by the agendas. 
taken by the neck, as Minister Essence says, and, and moving along, but be moved and to be led by the person of the Holy Spirit. He's given to lead and to guide us into all truth. Now, I need us to get a great revelation of the person of the Holy Spirit. We talk a lot about Father God. We talk a lot about his son, Jesus, but you got to understand they're all one in name, aim, and purpose. So the Holy Spirit is just a part of that great trinity as the other personalities are. So the Holy Spirit is not an it and not a thing. I think Benny Hinn said it this way, that when you think that the Holy Spirit is an it, then you will want to use it. But when you know that the Holy Spirit is a person, you will want him to use you. Come up in here. And in order to be used effectively by God, we need to be bold, confident, and effective witnesses. Am I making faith to anybody? The Holy Spirit desires to be actively involved in every facet of your life. Oftentimes, we only invite the Holy Spirit into certain areas of our lives. And we're like, I got the other part. I just need you over here, Holy Spirit. I got the rest of it. But the Holy Spirit wants to lead and guide and wants to be actively involved in every single element of your life. He wants to set your life into motion. He wants to stir up the giftings on the inside of you. He wants to move you. He wants to rouse the power of God on the inside of you. He wants to propel you into greatness. He wants to empower you to overcome. He wants to trigger you instead of being triggered by the world. He wants you to trigger the world. Listen to me. The Holy Spirit wants to mobilize on your behalf and mobilize you so that we can win the whole city to God. I came today with a goal of creating a yearning for the person of the Holy Spirit. Oftentimes we have a a yearning to have good church. But the Holy Spirit did not come sent by Jesus upon resurrection just so that we could have good church, even though we can have good church by means of the person of the Holy Spirit. He came to lead and guide and direct us into all truth. He came to be a comforter, an advocate, a counselor, a teacher, a helper, an intercessor, a strengthener, and a standby. He came to help us to ascertain what does this word mean and how do I apply it in my life. The Holy Spirit came to give the great exchange to take the spirit of heaviness and give you a garment of praise, give you joy unspeakable, full of glory. I came today to create a hunger and a thirst for the person of the Holy Spirit. Listen to me, the Holy Spirit is the real deal. He's not an it or a thing or a concept. He is the third person of the Holy Trinity. So I need you to get a revelation, to have that 
full impact from the person of the Holy Spirit in your life, you got to welcome him in. You have to welcome. Listen, you got to expect and you have to welcome the person of the Holy Spirit. Welcome has reference to greet him with pleasure. Receive him. Accept him kindly. Regard him. Be agreeable with his arrival. It's not enough for us to say that's the move of the Holy Spirit without us getting actively involved in the move of the Spirit. When there is a yearning and a hunger and a desire for the move of the Holy Spirit, God's very own Spirit in your life, you want the Holy Spirit to come. You want the Holy Spirit to be here. You appreciate his presence. You cherish his presence. You esteem his presence. Holy Spirit, where are you? I am here. Would you come up in here with me today? Benny Hinn had a a book, I believe, several years ago. said, Good Morning, Holy Spirit. In In other words, don't even start your day without acknowledging his presence. The, the worship team sings a song talking about, I don't want to talk about you like you're not in the room. I want to look right at you. I want to sing right to you. We've all been there before. We know the person has seen us look straight in our face and turn, turn their head and did not acknowledge your presence. How dare us not acknowledge the person and the presence of the Holy Spirit. When we expect him and when we welcome him, he will come in. He is a perfect gentleman. He doesn't bluster and force his way in. The Holy Spirit is not going to possess you and make you do anything. But when you invite him in, he will come in and he will lead and guide you into all truth. There's something about the Holy Ghost that I can't explain but I'm sure going to try. I try to tell you how good that he has been in my life. As I've been going through the Bible, there are so many different um, emblems and symbols of the Holy Spirit just given to help to, to give us illumination so that we can understand he's not just a ghost. He's not just a, a feeling. He's not just a shout. He's a person. So the symbols and the emblems of the Holy Spirit are all throughout the Bible to help us to understand the mighty power of the person of the Holy Spirit. Emblems like a dove and water and fire and rain and dew and the hand of God and the finger of God. The finger of God? Come on, all of these emblems of the Holy Spirit are given to flood the eyes of your understanding with light. That's another another type or emblem of the Holy Spirit, light. He'll be light in darkness. If we were to go to Genesis chapter 1, when the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep, the Spirit of God, that's the Holy Spirit, was moving and hovering over the face of the water. This is the spirit that will take, take, bring chaos, bring order out of chaos. God's spirit will bring light out of darkness. So whatever you're going through, he'll bring order in your life. 
Listen to me. The Holy Spirit is not clamorous and boisterous and noisy and confusing. He brings peace and calmness. He calms anxiety and panic. He's, he's a, a, an ever-present help in the time of need. Anybody need him today? Holy Spirit, I need help. And all we have to do is open up our mouth and he gives us the help. Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7, when it talked about how God formed his man, the only creature that he put his hands on, he formed his man out of the dust of the ground. And then he breathed into man's nostrils the breath of life. The Ruach of God, the Spirit of God, the life of God, the breath of God. All of these are symbols of the Holy Spirit. He breathed into man's nostrils the breath of life. Man came alive because of the Holy Spirit. And the Hebrew says that man was made into a speaking spirit. A spirit that can speak. Why? Because the Holy Spirit speaks. And he speaks with beautiful language. He brings a beautiful language with him. May man a speaking spirit. Therefore, man, man can call things that are not as though they were, how long does he do that? Until they become. Listen to me. Just like the Holy Spirit speaks, he gives us an empowerment to speak. Listen to me. So that we don't fall into the mouth trap. There's a mouth trap. When we just talk out the side of our necks, just say stuff that don't make no sense, say things that we don't want to manifest. So the Holy Spirit rescues us from the mouth trap. He helps us when we pray. We build, he builds us up in our most holy faith when we pray in the Holy Ghost. So that we don't say dumb stuff and have the manifestation of dumb stuff in our lives. The Holy Spirit is a person, and he's a person that speaks. Are you listening to me? He speaks principally by the word of God. He helps us to understand the word, not the letter, but the spirit of the word, so that we can apply the application of it in our for real, for real life. He speaks through the wisdom of God. Listen to me. He, the Holy Spirit speaks. The Holy Spirit sometimes speaks in the whispers of God. What are those whispers? Those intimate things that are barely uttered beyond a whisper. Anybody ever been in love? You know those intimate whispers that I'm talking about. He speaks in a small, still voice to lead and to guide us and to keep us and to help us to overcome in areas that we have failed at over and over again. And then the Holy Spirit also speaks in wonders. But see, that's the part that we like. We skip over the word 
We skip over the wisdom, the wisdom, the wisdom. We want, we want the wonders. We want the big manifestations, the big bang, boom, boom, pow, bang. You didn't have to do that. All he has to do is lead us and, and guide us. But listen to me. We have to yearn for him. We got to long for him. We got to desire the Holy Spirit's indwelling presence. I need the Holy Spirit to live big on the inside of me because my mind is not born again. Remember, we're tripartite beings. We have three parts to our nature. Man is a spirit who lives inside of a body. And he possesses, he owns, and he controls a soul, which has reference to mind, will, emotion, imagination, and intellect. But if I don't desire the Holy Spirit and yearn for the Holy Spirit and seek after the Holy Spirit, then I fulfill what, what Sam and Dave said. I'm a soul man. And a soul man will beat you up, will punch you in your eye, will rob you, will steal. Because a soul man moves by his emotions. I need to be led by God's spirit. His spirit in communion with my spirit will help me to overcome in the areas that I was a failure at. The things that had power and control over me, he empowers me to overcome. I, I, I really want to convince you to seek after, to yearn for, and to hunger after the person of the Holy Spirit. Side note for just a moment, and I know I can't be the only one in the room with this. Have you ever been going someplace and then you know they're going to have food, but you're going to eat before you go because you just don't want to be hungry? Or maybe you order extra food in a restaurant or something, or you put extra food on your plate. Why? You don't want to be hungry. Come on. So you start planning ahead. You start making adjustments because you don't want that, that hunger pain. It ain't going to kill you. We can all deserve to miss a meal, but we don't like to feel that longing. Here's the revelation. I should be so hungry for the person of the Holy Spirit that I eat before I go to church. I eat the word of God. I fellowship. I praise. I worship before church, after church, during church, because I have a, a hunger and a thirst that has to be and nothing can fill it but the spirit of the living God, the Holy Spirit. He's a person and he loves you and he wants to fellowship with you and he wants to help you and he wants to rescue you and he wants to give you wisdom and, and understanding and he wants you to have the fear of the Lord, the delight of the fear of the Lord. He wants to empower you with the same power, listen to me, that raised Jesus from the dead. That was Holy Spirit power. That raised Jesus from the dead. The Holy Spirit still has dead raising power. 
So whatever dead situations are in your life, the Holy Spirit wants to breathe life into it. Come on, he wants to fix everything that's broken. He wants to straighten everything that's crooked. Listen to me. He wants to breathe the breath that ruach, the spirit of the living God. I need to borrow just a couple moments for you because I can't leave you right here. We have to trust the person of the Holy Spirit. We have to trust him. We have to be willing to do whatever he asks us to do, even when it doesn't make head sense. Some things just don't make head sense. But I got to trust him anyway. I wrote this down. My daughter, Gabby, put this on Facebook today. And I remember I lost my phone. I didn't even see it till later on. She she wrote on Facebook, I'm thankful to God for my mom, Andrea C. Ellis. The other day I got off the phone with her after talking a mile a minute for about an hour, LOL. I ended the conversation by saying, thank you for listening to me, mom. Then she went on to say, "Who, who you all know her to be is actually who she is as a mom, but times 10. I said that to not put, listen to me. Not talking about me. I said this to say this is how we should feel about the person of the Holy Spirit. That we can trust him with any and everything. And that when we talk to him, we really talk to him. We talk and we listen. We have a conversation. We have a dialogue. We, we trust him with the intimacies of our hearts, the intimacies of our minds. And we're listening for his wisdom. We're listening for the word. We're listening for the whisper. And if he deems fit and necessary, then we, we look to see the wonder. But how many know that The spirit of the living God can do exceptional things and be just as quiet as he wants to be. We often think that that the Holy Spirit is loud and demonstrative, but he's a smooth operator. He does it so smoothly and so genuinely to the degree that you know that's the spirit of the living God. We bring him on the scene by means of praise and worship and adoration to the king of glory. We got to rely on him. I'm back to my point. Trust. Rely on the Holy Spirit. Depend confidently on him and not yourself. Rely and depend confidently on him and not yourself. How many times have we relied on ourselves and our own selves disappointed us? Our own selves got us in high water. Our own selves had us crying. Our own selves had us messed up. Because we were trusting our own selves more than trusting the person of the Holy Spirit. If you just think he's just a figment, just a a flutter, just a feeling, you won't trust him. But you've got to get a revelation that he's a person. Listen to me, I'm almost finished right here. He's a person that you can count on. You can count on the Holy Spirit. He's a standby. When people leave you, scandalize your name, traumatize, you can still trust the Holy Spirit. That's why I call him my very best friend. 
He is my very best friend because he sticks with me through the thick and the thin. And I really got to know, how many know you really get to know the character of your friend when you go through stuff? You learn who's who when you're really going through a difficult situation. I learned who's who when I went through some things and the Holy Spirit was my strengthener and my standby. Come on, you can depend on the person of the Holy Spirit. Have you ever leaned on somebody and they couldn't hold you up? The Holy Spirit has never and will never let you fall. Lean on the person of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, where are you? I'm here. He's right here. Never leaving, never forsaken. Jesus said, I'm sending you another comforter that will abide with you forever. The spirit of truth who will live big on the inside of you. Jesus said, the world can't receive him because they see him, neither know him, but you know him. And he shall be with you and shall be in you. The world can't see the Holy Spirit. Part of the reason why the world can't see the Holy Spirit is they're not looking for him. They're not looking for the spirit of truth. Listen to me. They're looking to push their own agenda. Their own truth. His truth. Their truth. Their truth. Her truth. But there is only one truth. The truth that comes from the word of God, and he is known as the spirit of truth. And he'll lead and guide you into all truth. Now here's the deal. The choice is yours. Because remember I told you he's a gentleman. He's not going to make you accept him. He's not going to make you receive him. And he's not going to make you take the help that he has given you. You got to have a revelation that without him you can do nothing. You have to have a revelation that you need him like you need the very air that you breathe. Holy Spirit, I need you. God said I could approach the throne boldly. Not with my knuckles dragging the ground boldly. To obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. That's good news for me. As I was in the presence of the Spirit today, I said, well, where is the throne of grace and who is there? The Holy Spirit is there. Jesus is there and God is there. All with the same name, aim, and purpose. Listen, waiting for you. As if you were the only person on the face of the planet. Woo! That's love. The Holy Spirit loves you. Listen, I'm going to close right here and I'll pick up on some of this in the next service. We need the Holy Spirit to soften us. To soften our hardened hearts. It's something... When people do you wrong, you like, all right, oh, this is how we doing this. You you gird up a different kind of way. When people hurt you, there's a saying that says, hurting people hurt people. 
but it takes the person of the Holy Spirit to soften me where I need to be softened so that I could love the way that the Holy Spirit loves me. So that I can forgive the same way that the Holy Spirit forgives me. I need my heart softened. Holy Spirit, soften our hearts. And lead and guide us. And direct us. We have hard hearts and we want to have hard hearts because we say, oh, nobody else going to hurt me. The Holy Spirit is there to protect you and to help you and give you wisdom and guidance. A lot of times we were hurt because somebody else was hurt. So hurting people hurt people. But the Holy Spirit sometimes told us to go the opposite direction and do other things. But we wanted that thing so bad. We didn't listen to the Holy Spirit. Then we have all the bumps, the knots, and the bruises to show it. The Holy Spirit wants to transform us, make us brand new. Remember I said this is an utterly new year? What is the day? July the 12th? July the 12th. Happy New Year! By means of the person of the Holy Spirit. I don't have to wait to January 1. He's given me an empowerment for a new year when? Now. Because faith is now. If it's not now, the Holy Spirit wants to spiritually grow us. We can't, we just, come on, we just can't be stuck in a baby bottle forever. We can't eat mashed up green beans forever. The Holy Spirit wants to grow us so that he could take us places that our minds never imagined. Am I making faith to anybody? The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Godhead, and he loves you with an everlasting love. Get a revelation. His, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of the living God. He gives us an empowerment. He wants to lead and guide us. He wants to help us, but we have to choose him. Just like Gabby said, I talked to my mom. Thank you for listening. Talk to the Holy Spirit and tell him, Holy Spirit, thank you for listening. Thank you for leading me. Thank you for guiding me. I didn't even want to go that way. I wanted to go the other way, but you gently nudged me. You turned me and you stood by me. You interceded for me. You strengthened me. You helped me. Has the Holy Spirit taught anybody anything in these Christian years? He wants to teach us more so that we could be like him. The love where now the sons of God does not yet appear what we shall be, but when he shall appear, we shall be like him. But we shall see him as he is. When we get a revelation of God the Father, when we get a revelation of God the Son, we get a revelation of the Holy Spirit. He will transform us so that we could be like him. We could be the light in a dark world. We could be the answer to the world's problem. Listen to me. In Genesis 2 and 7, Man became a living being and a speaking spirit. That was the Holy Spirit. (sighs) That came big on the inside of the man to give the man life. 
He's still speaking through us. He's still speaking to us. He's a person that listens, but he speaks. And he comes with a beautiful prayer language. Not to make us deep and wonderful, but so that we're solidly convinced that the spirit of the living God is big on the inside of us. In in our undone state, the treasure is in an earthen vessel. A jacked up vessel that the spirit of God, listen to me, God wants you so badly that he's given you his own spirit to draw us near to him. Because God does not want to be without you. So he draws you close by means of the person of the Holy Spirit. So when I pray in the spirit, I'm not trying to shame anybody else or prove to anybody how deep and wonderful and spiritual I am. When I pray in the spirit, it reminds me of the characters and the attributes of God given to me. Remember, he said, come boldly. Well, all of this crazy thinking, thinking I got, well, all of the, Lord, do you know what I've done? Do you know my past? You know my downfalls? He still said, come boldly. He wants us to be bold and confident about his love. So he's given us his Holy Spirit just to show us his love, to seal us. It's the earnest of our inheritance. He's the down payment. If the Holy Spirit is just a down payment, oh, my God, I'm like the emoji. The whole top of my head is blown off because it's far above anything that I could ever ask. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church, we're a family.